It's big announcement time. Drum roll, please. We are going on tour. Just, 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 yeah. Northern News, live around the north. Of course it's around the north. We're not doing any southern dates on this tour. No way. We are going to the big ones, our big ones in the north. We're going Sheffield. 23rd of June. We're going Hull. 26th of June. We're going Leeds. 27th of June. And we're rounding it off in Manchester. On the 28th of June. What a week. Oh, my God. I, we've done some live shows yeah. in Edinburgh and London. And we love them so much. They are so much fun. We do little fun headlines. There's slides, there's visuals. Oh, it's brilliant. We can't wait to do it and we can't wait to see you there. We'll see you in person. You'll see us in person. You'll see our faces. You'll <laughs> see whatever attempt at merch I've cobbled together in a shed. <laughs> so get your tickets now for the Northern News live tour at plosive.co.uk. That is P-L-O-S. I-V-E-C-O.uk. We're going to get chunked out of our beans. Let's do it. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Northern News, a podcast with me, Amy Gledhill. And me, Ian Smith. I come from the northern town of Ghoul. And you might be able to tell from my accent, I come from Hull. And to our shame, we have been living in London now for ages. Too long, and we want to catch up with all the news that's been going on up north. This is Northern Northern News. Northern News! <laughs> How's that for a high-energy start? That's a big start, Ian. Northern News. Northern News. Northern News. It's Northern time news. for Northern News. Get honk, chanting. Honk, 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 honk. <laughs> Ian wants to buy an air horn. I really want an air horn. I we could just do it with my mouth. I don't think you need one. Yeah. Um, what have you been up to this week? Well, listen, at the time of recording, I have, I've just got back from the Edinburgh Fringe. Yeah. I want to talk to you about air conditioning units. Please. The aircon in the venue I had in Edinburgh, it was so annoying, but at the same time, I, I think I would have had a worse run if it wasn't <laughs> because of it. Every 15 minutes, it makes a noise. The noise lasts 20 seconds and it's loud. Yeah. 20 seconds is ages. Yeah, yeah. Like, just at different points every show. So always on your tours, it would you just hear... Mm. For 20 seconds. So the whole run. So they didn't, there was nothing to be mm. fixed. There was nothing to be done about no. it. But um, one of the girls at the venue, if I told you this, said that um, if you turn it off at the wrong time, it just drips loads. And she said she put a plastic pint cup under the drip. And um, at the end of the next show, she went to go and collect the water and the pint cup had melted. <gasps> So, like, it's what? dripping, boiling water out. Because I would always, like, move the chairs away from the air conditioning unit a bit. Other comedians don't care as much about boiling water dripping on an audience <laughs> member. But it melted a plastic cup. 
Oh, wow. What have you been up to, Amy? Well, I thought there was a potential of me getting on this podcast in the news for a split second. Oh, um, wow. Now, at the beginning of the story doesn't paint a great picture of my life, but stick with it. Okay. I was in bed. The lights are off. All yeah, good so far. Where's it going? <laughs> I was eating a grab bag of skips. <laughs> A grab bag. I was very tired. I'd got in late, probably done a gig or something. I hadn't had any tea, right? Mm. And I knew I had a grab bag of skips in my handbag. So I'm like walking in, I get into bed, I reach in my handbag, the lights are still off. And I'm I'm eating these skips, right? Crunch. What is that? My blood turns cold. Oh, no. I get it. It's on my tongue. I get it off. I feel it. It's what I think is a nail, like a fingernail or like, a plastic fake nail, right? And I just drop it back into the skips bag. And because it's dark, I don't see it. And I roll the skips bag up and I put it on my bedside table. And I'm like, that is absolutely foul, right? And I didn't dare turn the light on to look at it because I was mm. like, if that's a human fingernail, I'm going to be sick for the rest of my life. Like, I hated sick that. For the rest so of your life. I'm going to be sick for the rest of my life, right? So then I'm laid in bed, wide awake, because I can't sleep, because all I can think about is that there's a fucking human fingernail in a grab bag of skips mm. on my bedside table. And that is too close to my face, right? So then yeah. so then I'm up, the lights are on, and I'm getting the grab bag, and I have to carry it with my arms stretched out, like, ugh, ugh, and I put it, and I still can't look, and I put it in the kitchen, and I'm like, I would throw it away, but there's a part of my brain that's going, I'll take a picture, I'll send it into the local news. Then I'll be in the news and then I can talk about it on the pod. Mm. So I'm like, I'm not throwing away. So I'll leave it in the kitchen, but I'm like gipping. I go and I'm like brushing my teeth like you've never known. Mm. Like I felt sick. It was gross. And I get back in bed. I have a terrible night's sleep. My boyfriend comes around the next day and I'm like, look, I need you to do a favor for me. And it's going to be gross. And he's like, oh God, <laughs> what? And I'm like, I need you to open this bag of skips in the kitchen and I need you to fish out what I think is a fingernail or a plastic fake nail. You've just got to find whatever is non-skip in there. Find the non-skip thing. And he's like, oh, God. So I'm like stood like absolutely just don't even want to see it, can't look. And he's looking in the bag and he's a bit reluctant and he's looking and then he pulls something out. And he's touching it and it's like shiny. And I'm like, what is it? What is it? And he's like, it's just a skip. That's a bit hard. <laughs> and I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, it's just a skip. And I'm like, are you sure? And I made him tip the whole bag out and we looked through for fingernails. It was just a skip. <laughs> so uh... I had a terrible night's sleep, was literally gipping myself silly. Then I've... <laughs> gipping myself I was in silly. bed, gipping myself silly. And then it turns out, yeah, just a skip. Oh, but you nearly got the podcast on the news. Yeah. <laughs> but no, like, no gonna... one ran with that story, did they? <laughs> well, I thought if it's a human fingernail, yeah, yeah. I can write into the company or go to like, what I wanted in my heart of hearts is for a photographer to come round, take a picture of me crying, holding yeah, a bag of skips. Looking at with a nail in your hand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But but no, it's um, uh. just a skip. Sue! <laughs> well, we've both had busy weeks. Ooh, me feet are wrecking. Right, Ian, please tell me 
What has been going on in the north? Well, <laughs> there's an X-rated shrub. Shut up, will you? An X-rated shrub turns heads on a roundabout in Scarborough. An innocent mind will not comprehend why a small community in Yorkshire's kicking off about some hedges. But basically, three hedges, one big long one in the middle, two round ones. It looks like a cock and balls. Cock and ball hedge. No, um, not a cock and ball hedge. Looks like cock and balls. People are kicking off about it. You can't kick off about that. Yeah, I think it's fine. It's causing much amusement in Scarborough. A small conifer in the middle and two rounder, smaller shrubs either side. And garage owner Jeff Parkin said, this sums this council up perfectly. <laughs> Before, it was just a roundabout with not much on it. What a cock-up. You would have thought someone would have realised while they were planting it. I think they absolutely, yeah. definitely did. Do you think we should put these two round ones near this big cylindrical one? Or are you worried that looks like a penis? I'm not worried. <laughs> um, yeah, but a rude roundabout. Oh, I think that's fine. Mm. I love that. Have you ever seen any um, rude... What's that? Turpery? Is that the word for hedges? Well, I don't think I have seen a rude hedge, actually. Rude turpery? No, I don't think I have. have what you... a boring life I live! <laughs> I don't know if I've seen anything um, intentionally made to look a bit like a penis. A lot of things look very phallic, don't they? They're like buildings and stuff and mm. architecture and stuff can be very phallic. Yeah. There's not much that looks like, uh, well, I'm going to say the labia. Yeah. Oh, I guess I guess there is maybe if you from above. Like, well, if you get in a helicopter, you're like, oh, I see what they were doing. <laughs> Here we go, lovely um, little valley there. Tower Bridge, I guess it's like some legs opening up. Oh, and then the the Thames is the water's breaking. Yeah, maybe it's a symbol of um, of life and birth. I think it must be. I can't think of any other reason they'd have made a bridge like that. Yeah. We've got a few more quotes here. At first, passerby Elaine Bailey did not notice the resemblance until someone else pointed it. Imagine pointed it out. <laughs> someone else pointed it. <laughs> and then she burst it out laughing. I bet she did. So she'll have been looking at it and going, I don't see anything. Oh, just some hedges over there. And her friend's gone, cock and balls. And she's gone, <laughs> bursted. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I haven't thinking first there. But not everyone saw the funny side of it. Some drivers branded it a traffic hazard, claiming it's blocking their view. Oh, dear. Imagine you got a dick so big as a traffic hazard. <laughs> you put that on your hinge profile. Yeah, yeah. Gosh. I killed four people by just getting in the way of a junction. <laughs> I sometimes think, you know, like the really big, massive billboards that are like the TV sort of ones that mm. are like really bright and changing. Yeah. Like when I'm driving, I do want to like look at it. I really yeah. want to look at it, and it's designed to make me want to look at it. Mm. And you're driving, and you know, if someone's switching lanes, and you just look yeah. up to be like, "What is that boohoo.com dress?" Mm. And then you're like, "Right, fucked it, it fucked my car." I wonder how many car crashes been because of that. And if you're allowed to use that in your defence, I remember seeing one that was had like um, swimwear. It was it. It was showing swimwear. But then obviously it's these like beautiful women in swimming costumes and bikinis and whatnot. And I bet quite a few people are distracted oh, yeah. by that. Beeping their arms, going crazy. <laughs> they think it's a real woman. They're confused. <laughs> darling! It's a 30-foot woman there. Absolutely gorgeous she well, was. That's more than enough women for me, that 30 foot. More than a, what is it, a British handful? A British handful. Be 
Is it a Great British Handful or something? What are you talking about? Is that a phrase? Yeah, something to a do British with... British Handful? Maybe, maybe I've added British and it's, and it's what not British. What do you mean breast? It's like, yeah, it's like three letters. And I know it ends in H. Is it GBH, Great British Handful? What a horrible, pervy phrase. Yeah, she's got a Great British Handful. This managed to make it a bit harm. like racially offensive at the same time. Oh, yeah. I don't want a handful of that. I like my handfuls. Great and British, thank you very much. Great British handful, GBH. You've got to be patriotic, haven't you, sometimes? Do you? I think so, yeah. Okay. I love Britain. <laughs> I love Britain. I've written a song about Britain. Um, one more quote yep. from Margaret Johnson, who fumed. Oh, Margaret. Margaret Johnson fumed. So imagine that's like, this is already one of the worst roundabouts for seeing traffic with five roads coming onto it. Now there's no visibility at all. It's, it does take up quite a big bit of the uh, roundabout, to be fair. So it's quite a huge... It's a huge it's a phallus. Huge, it's a huge phallus there. And she can't see anything. Oh, dear. Margaret Johnson fumed. I think she's got every right to fume. Yeah. But not because it's a little cheeky cock and balls, mm. but because it's a, it's a road traffic safety yeah. hazard. And quick comments for this one. Someone just put, it's two bushes and a tree. Yeah. But it's shaped like a cock. Can you not have any enjoyment in your life? <laughs> Mark underscore 1983. Mark's seen too much. Oh. He's seen too much in this life. The next one is they've made themselves a little joke. Uh-huh. If that plant arrangement is obscuring your view, it means you're being teabagged. Ah, that's brilliant! <laughs> Smiley face, laughing face, <laughs> one bit of sweat dripping off emoji, crying laughing face, <laughs> and then crazy sideways. Ah! I once got uh, <laughs> the word teabag mixed up and I was really trying to join in with some photo chat, with some football chat. Oh, and I yeah. thought it was being very clever saying, yeah, I mean, he just got teabagged, but I meant nutmegged. Oh. And I was like, yeah, well, it's classic case of teabagging. <laughs> yeah, and that's a yellow card. Yeah. <laughs> Not handball, ball ball. Ball ball. That's a ball ball, that. I remember a Man United player on his debut. He was called um, Hernandez. Everyone called him Chicharito. That was his nickname. And he scored a goal. One of the most baffling goals I've ever seen. <laughs> he kicked the ball into his own face. <laughs> and then it went in. It's like he was falling over. And the, he's kicked the ball. And it's just gone somehow straight up into his own face. Smashed into his face and gone in. And then he's wheeling off and celebrating. But you'd be happy, but you'd also just be like, right, I didn't do any of that. I don't know what the the fuck happened there. Yeah, I don't know how I've kicked it. (laughs) And it's gone past my legs, just straight into my head. Oof. Yeah, one of the most bizarre goals. Uh, He looked really hurt by it. but um... toothed it. Have you heard who's died? But Amy, what's been going on in the north from your perspective? Well, from my perspective, we've actually gone to a similar area because mine too is from the Scarborough News. Oh. And we didn't plan this. Mm. We just bring stories for each other. There's loads going on in Scarborough. Well, what I found is that there's a charity that's been searching for a cleaner for almost two years for a historic building near Whitby. So two they've been years. Yeah, so they've been advertising for a cleaner for this building, right? But they've just, nobody's doing it. Hmm. Nobody's doing it, right? And the name, they think the name of the building oh. is putting people off. Do you want to have a guess what the name is? Shitstain Nonce House. <laughs> 
Oh, um, I mean, this dirty, is... horrible, disease, vil. You're absolutely in the right area, but but it's a much gentler version of that. Dirty Dan's hovel. No, it's simply called the pigsty. Oh, okay, yeah, it doesn't sound amazing, does it? No, so they've they've really been like, please, can someone come and clean the pigsty? <laughs> and the headline is, it's a pigsty. You know, it's like how um, my mum would describe my room as a mm. teenager. And, I'm and is sure... it a pigsty? No, Just it's not a clear? pigsty. It's not. It's um, it's a beautiful bit of classic architecture overlooking Robin Hood's Bay. It's actually a beautiful property. But it's people co- must have known. There's not just going to be a random pigsty in Robin Hood's Bay. You'd think so, wouldn't you? But the pigsty has been seeking a cleaner for nearly two years without success. It was originally built for pigs to live in. Oh, this is so depressing because it's it's like my dream home, and pigs used to live in it. And I know in my lifetime I will never be able to afford somewhere like this. In the olden days, pigs would just be living in something that now we'd look at and go, well, I can't afford that. In London, it's £2 million. Look at that. Oh, that is lovely. It's absolutely gorgeous. It's got pillars. Why has the fucking pigsty got columns? (laughs) Columns, that's what I'm looking for. What's it called in Greece? Pantheon. Pantheon. Yeah, that's for pigs. It was originally built for pigs to live in in 1891 by Squire Barry. Oh, he he's a good he was a good builder, good designer. You always gone about Squire Barry, don't you? You bloody love a bit of Squire oh, Barry. You, you need a pigsty? Get a Squire Barry in. <laughs> Not if you're on a budget though, because he goes big with the pigsties. <laughs> Columns. It looks incredible. <laughs> it Little look lake. Incredible. It looks like a luxury spa. Mm. It's beautiful. That's depressing. Um, isn't it? But since it's been restored to make it an interesting and relaxing place for a holiday, mm-hmm. it's beautiful. And look at the view over Robin Hood's Bay. That pigsty is better than anything I'm ever going to own. Oh, like not just a bit better. It's like double, triple, quadruple, ten times better than anything I'll ever okay, even stand in. Double, triple, quadruple, ten times. <laughs> yeah, but nobody's in two years. They haven't managed to get a cleaner. And when was this story? Because maybe we can help them. This is now. This is happening right really? now. Yeah. It says Any bottom, cleaners in Scarborough? It says, the charity offers full training, competitive hourly rate and paid holidays. Anyone interested should contact regional assistant Fiona Bullock by emailing fbullock. A <laughs> <laughs> rude email. Very rude. You know what? F Bullock. <laughs> I don't want to work for her. I'm not cleaning her fucking pig sky. Pig sky. Pig sky. F Bullock. Oh, F Bullock. And the, and the F in pig sty. F Bullock at landmarktrust.org.uk. What an handful that I'd, email address is. You know what? If I still lived in the area, I'd love to clean that. It would be an honour and a privilege just to be in that building. Yeah. Free holidays. A competitive hourly rate. Competitive, yeah. I don't know. That might be live. a really low price, but you might have to arm wrestle to yeah, get it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or I'd be like, oh, you want to pay him nine pounds? I can pay him eight pounds <laughs> sixty. You cut competitive in the wrong way. I can pay him less. <laughs> you think you can pay him less? I'll pay him. I'll pay him two pounds. <laughs> Maybe that's why no one's taking it. Maybe that is bloody F Bullock. Yeah. And a two pound. Yeah, it's competitive salary, but you're competing with a kind of factory in Malaysia where um, <laughs> everyone's seven years old and getting paid 50p an hour. I can compete with them. Yeah, 45p an hour. 
Yeah. So there you go, the pigsty. But if it hasn't been cleaned for two years, maybe it's... It'll be fusty. It's going to be fusty. Musty. Do you say musty? Um, I say fusty and musty, but I feel all like... All the time. All the time. <laughs> oh, this is fusty and musty. <laughs> but is there a distinction where you're like, nah, this isn't musty, this one's fusty. <laughs> I don't know. I think because I don't difference. know which one's correct. You know, if I went into musty. like... An old antique shop. I'd say, oh, it's a bit musty. Musty. Definition. Having a stale, mouldy or damp smell. Fusty. Smelling stale, damp or stuffy. Oh. They're the same fucking word. Oh, slight difference. Yeah. Stale, mouldy, damp. Stale, damp, stuffy. So if you say musty, it's a bit more mouldy. A bit more mouldy. Hence the m m m m m for, for what was the reason it so was? So it's m-m-m-moldy, m-m-m-musty. F-f-f-fusty, stuff, 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 stuffy. Stuffy, fusty, stuffy, fusty, mouldy, musty. Stuffy, fusty, mouldy, musty. Swing it, shake it, move it, make it. Oh, can you? That don't kill me, kill me. Fusty, stuffy, mouldy, musty. You can always tell when it's the after-dinner episode. Yeah, we've gone mad. We've had a panini. Fusty, stuffy, mouldy, musty. Who do you think you are? Musty spice. <laughs> That's what I think. Musty spice and fusty spice. That's what they have to be called when they have a reunion in 10 years. We learned so much on this podcast. So there you go. That's that's the story of the fusty old pigsty. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ooh, me feet are wrecking. And now it's time for our special guest. We're joined by Anya Magliano, who is originally from Marlow, which the name was first recorded in 1015 as Mirafen, meaning land left after the draining of a pond. What? Yeah. That's so rude. Yeah, well, not my <laughs> words. That's so, you can't be like, oh yeah, this is what's left after a pond was here when it's like a whole town with loads of people in it. But you still feel it, it's got the sense that water has been drained from it recently. Yes, it's definitely got the sense of life being sucked out of it. A sort of swampy atmosphere. Mm. Yeah, totally. It's got a river in it. Oh, 
The oh. plot thickens. The Thames, actually, you might have heard of it. I what? have heard of that. So how close is Marlow to London then, if the Thames is still bobbing about? <laughs> it's about 40 minutes by car. Okay. What about walking? Yep. Walking, surely it's look you're looking at about five hours, I reckon. It. What about mm. crawling? Crawling, crawling, you're looking at about three hours, I think. I crawl right. very fast. <laughs> <laughs> That's I've got one... a very fast crawl. <laughs> I remember one of the first times I gigged with Anya, seeing her crawling at roughly 30 miles an hour yeah. and thinking, this girl's going to go far. It's frightening at first. Literally. First time you see it, it is frightening. First time I... She, yeah. was, she was on the ceiling going across the... Yeah. You know, like in a horror film. Mm. Well, I do it in the green room as well. Yeah, thirty mile an hour, round and round the ceiling. You can't, you can't catch Anya. <laughs> oh, what a start to the podcast! Welcome, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for Thank doing you so much this. Having me. Anya, yes. Do you like the North? Yes, I'm pro North. Oh, oh really? Good. Do you have any sort of favourite places from your times just being up north? I was kind of confused growing up because my stepdad is from Derby and I thought that was like the north for ages. Oh. But that's Midlands, isn't it? Mm. You wouldn't... Yeah. You wouldn't... So for ages I was... I think I was like claiming a sense of like feeling connected with almost like northern identity because I felt very connected <laughs> with like Derby identity. But I was um, like culturally appropriating, I think. Uh-oh. Oh. Uh-oh. Yeah. I would say Derby's yeah. like you're sort of tickling the north there. Yeah, you know it's what I not, mean? Yeah. You're not you're not a million miles away. Have we always counted Stoke as being northern? Or I think we think that's kind of like the the cut the cut off. I would say. And Derby's really close to that. Yeah, it's not southern. It's not southern. Yeah, and that's the key. Thing, yeah, really. I was tickling something somewhere. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's unconnected. That's just a new thing I want to talk about. Oh, all right. <laughs> Yeah, I like to tickle. That's kind of um, that's what I'm plugging. Oh no, this is going to be the start of a cancellation for Anya. The tickle talk. I'm crawling around the ceiling and I'm tickling. <laughs> the tickle monster's coming. Digga, 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 like zooming around. Thirty mile an hour tickle monster. Absolutely terrifying. There is nothing I've ever thought of that is more terrifying than that. Yeah, that's a beautiful image. Um, so did you did you spend a lot of time in? Derby then yeah like my stepdad you know he's been around for ages he's like basically a, as much of a of a dad as my other dad so I spent a lot of time in Derby from probably like seven upwards we'd go there quite a lot and um do you have any stories from Derby that you'd like to share with us yeah I have a I think story is like it might be a generous term <laughs> but a man in Derby has claimed yeah there's more to it I presume <laughs> <laughs> has claimed that he saw a, a pigeon flying backwards. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. That's the end of the story. You've got to have a video or nothing. That's incredible. Was that in the paper? Yeah. <laughs> That's incredible. That was in the Derby Telegraph. Wow. Wow. So has he got in touch with them? Surely. I think so. <laughs> I think he's got in touch with them. They've wow. said, look, they said, look, scientists say that only hummingbirds <laughs> are known to fly backwards. 
But we like to think in Derby anything is possible. Wow. Really? Is that the quote in the paper? That's like the quote, I think, something like that, yeah. I can't imagine, even if you've seen a pigeon flying backwards, that you'd be, let's get straight to the newspaper about no. this. You'd just be like, <laughs> that was fun. Or you think, I've seen that wrong. Yeah. My eyes have seen that wrong mm. because it's gone quite even, fast. Yeah. And it must be quite far away unless he's... In like a hot air balloon. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Um, no, I think I've gone. I don't know if that really here. gets you closer to a pigeon. Actually, I don't know what altitude <laughs> pigeons are. How? All right. What's the best way to get close to a pigeon in flight? Jumping. Jumping. A big trampoline. Yeah, you could mm. be. You could be in a tall building looking out. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's got to be more reasonable than <laughs> hot air balloon. <laughs> That you're just on the second floor of a building. <laughs> the second floor. Oh, my word. Yeah, that's all it needs, really, isn't it? And also, I would say that, like, the idea of, like, a pigeon flying backwards, it is very hard to imagine because they feel like they're so, like, pointy. Mm. Does that make sense? Like, they're so, like, they're like a little arrow going in one direction that it's, like, I can't even imagine how their body would, like, yeah, move backwards. Yeah. Not like an owl, is it, where the head can spin? No. So it'd have to be, like, no. leaning back. Like when people are parking a car and they put their hand over the, like the seat. <laughs> yeah. Sort of like strained. They have to be like flying, like, what's fucking going on here? Do you know, my friend says that one of her biggest turn ons is when a guy's reversing a car and puts <laughs> puts his that hand on mine. the seat. Is it? I, no, I, I, I was about to say that. <laughs> is it's it so really? Yeah. <laughs> I guess it doesn't come up a lot, though, really, that you're just in a car with someone. You... It does if you take a lot of Ubers. <laughs> Oh. oh no, you get in one and they've got park them parking yeah. cameras, that parking centre, and you're like, well, I've got the ink actually. <laughs> Anya's got a very good Uber rating. <laughs> well, I love the way you park that car. Do you know it's so attractive? It's so attractive because it's like you're there actually like concentrating on something. <laughs> oh no. They're putting their effort in. Oh, I was You like to feel like someone's really concentrating. <laughs> Just to round back to the uh, to the oh, yeah. to the pigeon. <laughs> the article was about like weird sightings in Derby, mm. and another citizen claimed that she saw a hawk attack a pigeon on the spot. <laughs> Are they all pigeon based? <laughs> no, there's one about a man busking with a snake around his neck. All <laughs> oh. animal based, though. Yeah, they're, they're mostly animal based. Yeah, but maybe I was thinking maybe if a hawk attacked a pigeon, maybe it had to, maybe it like flies backwards. <gasps> yeah, but because yeah. it's like damaged. Yeah, or it's just panic. Pure panic. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, well, it's it's been a pleasure to talk to you. Has it been a little bit oh, strange? Yeah, it has. But that's our fault. <laughs> that's yeah. not your fault. <laughs> and hey, Anya, will you be coming up north anytime soon? For example, to perform a stand-up comedy show in various venues. An Edinburgh Award nominated. Yeah, no don't rub it into both of us that we didn't win. <laughs> <laughs> the real winning is getting to take my show on tour to the north and some other places yeah that are also good it starts in january and ends in march and at some point i will be doing shows in places like leeds and sheffield and cockermouth no, keswick no these places i don't Penrith. know what you're saying <laughs> no, no, i've got a map no, of the uk no. and i'm just oh, reading oh. things 
Egremont. Egremont, yes, I'm doing an 1,000 seater in Egremont. <laughs> oh, yeah. I will say people My are struggling to fill that. <laughs> the Egremont Arena. I can't believe it was built. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it has been a pleasure to chat to you. Yes, you too. Thanks for having me. Good luck with your tour. Thanks for doing it. And do go along and see Anya's show. And get your tickets now for Egremont Arena. That's where I'll be seeing it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Plenty of room. <laughs> oh, lovely. Have a nice day. Thank Bye you so you. much for coming on. Thank you. Bye, guys. Goodbye. Thank you. Well, this is from 2011, and I can tell you nothing's come of it. (laughs) But it still counts. I was in London then. So Ghoul is split in two down the middle. Um, There's Ghoul (laughs) and there's Old Ghoul. Old Ghoul (gasps) is not like a ye old picturesque little village bit. No. It's the shit bit. Is it? I'm not passing any of the judgment, but it's not as good. And people in the old part of Ghoul are back in a campaign to split the town and form their own parish council, a petition with 392 signatures. I imagine that's like 12 people who's making up names and doing different signatures. Yeah. Betty Hands. Betty Hands. (laughs) Richard Hands. They can be married. Little Timmy Hands. Uh, Margaret Feast. (laughs) Um, but Justin Lancaster, 31, who initiated the petition, said, there's a loss of heritage within old goal. The fact that buildings are disappearing at a fast rate. What? Ooh, what's happening there? You get up in the morning, you're just a bed on, <laughs> in, in a field. It's disappearing. We seem to be within some kind of wormhole. <laughs> They're just saying it's not recognised. So the people of New Goal... Mm. Want to break away from old goal? No, old goal want recognition. There's old goal, then there's goal, and old goal are like, why don't we have our own council? Is it called old goal? Yeah, yeah. And people and is would... it like a different place? So would you say no. I'm going to old goal? Yeah, you would, but right. yeah, I mean, what are you gonna do mm. if you're old goal? Elizabeth Santos, a teaching assistant at primary school in old goal, said, "I don't like the idea." I've never liked the idea of Old Gore becoming independent. <laughs> no, I've never liked it. It's never been brought up before. What are you on about? She's just got that anger in her heart for no reason. Yeah. Soon she's like been it. born. I've never liked the idea <laughs> of becoming independent. No one's brought it up. No. Elizabeth Santos. Do you so you're happy for it to remain as one? It it's a park and a co-op. That's all it's got. Yeah. What are you gonna do with the parish council? Let's have a vote on what? Potatoes, co-op should stock. Maybe. They stock whatever potatoes they've got in the old shops. <laughs> you can't be like, we want lovely Charlotte potatoes. Oh, I like Charlotte potatoes. I don't know. any. T- Maris Piper. Yeah. That's maybe the only one I know. King mm. Edward. Jackie. You're just saying people. <laughs> Maris Piper, King Edward. Jack it. Jack, Jack, Jack it. Jack it. They're all names. Mr. It, Jack It. <laughs> Who invented the jacket potato? That was Mr. It. <laughs> Old Jack It. Old Jack It. What should you go to for a jacket? What should, what should you go to? Tops. Toppers. 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 <laughs> what should you go to? Toppers. My J. Papers. Toppers. On your Jackie P. 
I would have used to put a tuna, a tuna. Oh no, a full yeah. tuna. I'm afraid. A full tuna. A full tuna. A full size tuna fish. Yeah. On one small jacket potato. Yeah. Great, a little bit of mature cheddar on top. Mm. Are you doing a bit of butter? Bit of butt butt. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, bit of butt butt. Mm. What would you have? It's got to be your butter, a little bit of salt, mm. your cheese, ideally beans. Mm. That's it. Really? Yeah. It really is as simple as that, listeners. <laughs> Amy, what's been going on in Hull? Let me tell you. Now, there's been an SOS called out. So the headline is, Miss Yorkshire Organisers send SOS after not one Hull woman applies. Oh, come on, Hull. So not one Hull woman has applied to be Miss Yorkshire. Not one. There must be some pretty ladies in Hull. There's got to be some pretty ladies in Hull. Is that how they're advertising? They're going around with like a car and a megaphone. <laughs> hey, can I be some pretty ladies? Hello, pretty ladies. Pretty hot ladies, come out, come out wherever you are. I think if I was a pretty whole lady, I'd be hiding. If I yeah, that. that was quite serious. Yeah, it's very um, the wolf from the little pig story. Mm. But please, Amy, no whole woman. No whole woman. And um, if you apply for Miss Yorkshire, then obviously... The winner of that gets to go into Miss England. And, oh, that's you know how what I mean? it works. Yeah. There's so much to play for. There's everything to play Do for. Do people not want to be judged off their looks anymore? It's weird, isn't it? Fucking hell. Go on. All you have to do is stand in a bathing suit while possibly elderly men have a look and decide yeah, if you're good yeah. or not. What? Is that not something you want to do anymore? Come on, ladies. women, please. Uh, it do says, you not want to be asked a generic question about how would you make the world better in a bikini? <laughs> And say it to a 70-year-old man who's got saliva coming down his oh. mouth. I'd decommission all the nuclear warheads. Now <sighs> say it again whilst giving us a twirl. <laughs> I'd say, I'd make the world a better place by ending all beauty pageants once and for all. Mm. And then I'd strip naked and underneath it say, Pussy Riot. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Remember them? Mm. And what they hope to. <laughs> <laughs> Um, So the article says, Organisers of this year's Miss Yorkshire contest have made an urgent call for Hull women to apply after previously being met with tumbleweed. Uh, Tumbleweed. Still put it in a bikini. Put it in a bikini, ask it a couple of questions. Uh, Beauty pageants may not be everyone's cup of tea, fair, but with a place in the final of the popular Miss England contest up for grabs, Miss Yorkshire has usually been a guaranteed steady stream of entrance. Mm. Miss England. Because when I hear beauty pageant, mm. like we've clearly picked up, maybe it's quite an Americanized vision that we've got of mm. them. Do you think that's what it is? I think it is though, isn't it? It's a bit different rounds. Regular clothes, bikini, it and then use like a special be. talent or something. It can't be now though, can it? Surely. It it's 2023. Be. But yeah, so th- so nobody's applying, and and the the article says that it's so much more than beauty mm. nowadays. It's so much more than beauty. Contestants are expected to fundraise for charity, <sighs> take part in ethical challenges. What the hell does that mean? And complete a sports or ethical fashion round. So you Sport can either or do ethical fashion hockey or sourcing a decent cotton 
with no polyesterine or whatever it's called from a ethical supplier. So it's going to be people going, I raised £10 <laughs> for the RSPCA. I made a T-shirt out of a bin bag. <laughs> and look at all these keepy-uppies I can do with me football. <laughs> yeah, that would be great. But I, yeah. but I still feel... Um, Oh, wait. Organisers are still accepting entries and Phil Green, representing the Missing England office, that's not Philip Green off of Tax Evasion Topshop fame, is so. it? Has told us he would love to see girls from Hull entering this year's contest. He'd love to see it, Ian. He'd, he'd just love, love to, to, see, to, he'd see, love to see any element of that. Why, why are there no women running these contests? It's always some old, like, um, old businessman. I'd love to see more women. I love it. <laughs> Come on. Do you know what's really weird? The email address at the end. So this Phil Green is like, I'd love to see more girls entering this year's contest. Would like to encourage girls to apply by emailing. This email oh, address no. does not feel like a legitimate. So this is for Miss Yorkshire. Yeah. So you'd presume Miss Yorkshire is in the email address somewhere. No, no. He's saying apply by emailing supermodel at btclick.com. <laughs> Oh, he's just oh, getting pictures God. of people. Oh, my God. That's awful. Yeah. Supermodel. So to be like, look, it's so much more than beauty. It's about charity. It's about ethical challenges. Um, but if you would like to email, please email in. I've got big tits at <laughs> yahoo.co.uk. <laughs> like, what the... F is going on there. Yeah. No way. Supermodel at btclick.com. Yeah. Just email fit whole women. <laughs> Naive hot girls at blueyonder.co.uk. Email get back in the kitchen. <laughs> Please email I'm 18, I'm fit, and I'm horny <laughs> at <laughs> legal, stupid, and fit. <laughs> Like, not even, like, a company. Yeah. They've not got a company email address. BT Click is not a thing, I don't think. But can I say, best of luck if you're entering to people. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But don't be taken advantage of. Keep your wits about you. Yeah. Well, we've made sure that's all going to be good now. <laughs> Keep your wits about you. And good luck with the ethical challenges. I don't know what that... Mm. I wonder what that is. It's just recycling and shit, isn't it? It's just washing out your bean tins on stage. That is not a Look euphemism. <laughs> <laughs> Washing out your bean tins at btclick.com. Send an attachment to... <laughs> Obviously, do what you want and good luck and well done and all that, but mm. just be careful, in it. And on that serious message, <laughs> thank you for listening, especially the pretty ladies out there. <laughs> We'll have to do a uh, Miss Northern News. Oh, yeah. For our listeners. Yeah, definitely. We give them ethical challenges. Yeah. Like, should like... you subscribe to Patreon or not? Yeah. The answer is yes. But, guys, Ooh. thank you for listening. And a big thank you to our special guest, the crawling tickle monster herself, Anya Magliano. You've got to go see her. If you can catch her. <laughs> Scuttling around 30 mile an hour. I'm um, doing her um, Edinburgh Comedy Award nominated show. I can't believe you've done this. And don't forget to get tickets for the Egmont 
Arena. Oh, the Ergamont Arena. Ergamont Arena. Buy one, get one free. They are them ones. Yeah. Everywhere else, it's going to be hard to get a ticket. There, you're going to be fine. And do subscribe to the Patreon and Apple Subs. Yeah. Bonus content every week. Get spicy. We've done a couple of spicy ones, haven't we? It gets spicy. Mm. A lot of them don't make sense, (laughs) but in a a real fun way. (laughs) But thank you very much for listening. Don't forget to send your stories in to northernnews at blueyonder.com forward slash thick, thick, fit and horny. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Lovely to chat to you. And uh, we'll see you again next time. Bye. Bye. Hello, everyone. It's Ian Smith here from Northern News, the podcast you are currently listening to. And I'm here to tell you that I'm recording my multi-award-nominated solo show, Crushing, on Tuesday the 4th of June at the Pleasance Theatre in London. But I'd love to see some Northern News listeners there. We're recording this show. It's going to live online forever. So the more supportive a crowd, the better. Hope to see you there.